0: Welcome to pet parents Spot, the podcast for and by pet parents i'm danielle i'm heath i'm kip and today we have a special guest my older
1: sister oh hi, hi. so our, good to join everybody We've been yes. listening to you guys for the beginning of the cast and i just want to say i love the show big fan of the show Yay. thank you so much for having me on today
0: yes you are our first official guest thank and thank you for being here we appreciate you, especially since we're not paying you and you're free labor, and I love
1: you! <laughs> yeah, I am free labor, and you guys have me up mm-hmm. way past my bedtime because you're all crazy night owls, but that is okay. Yes. Oh, These I had a question. Crazy Who owls. does your wonderful whistly opening? Is that somebody, is that one of you guys, or is uh, that, like, free music?
0: Yeah, uh, Kip, Kip made the theme song.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that's
2: me, so I played that on
0: my ukulele. Yeah, that's Kip.
3: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: that is so fantastic that's like what i always like kind of bounce along with it and hum along with the opening whenever it comes on i, I just get really excited
2: thank you i actually it, it, it's a tune that i came up with um years and years and years ago but since i'm not a producer of anything ever i never did anything with it and i just kind of thought it would be a happy little ditty to kind of Put at the front of the show
0: yeah we had uh, looked at some free music trying to like decide a theme and then i was like uh really?
2: i'm just i've been doing i've been doing music forever so i was like oh, just see if i can put something together
0: yeah and Kip's like "Oh, make a theme song i'm like cool and then we don't have to download something and <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it.
3: copyright Yeah. and they were
2: like sure whatever <laughs> this works <laughs> it you, is perfect yeah.
0: we're not musical you are this <laughs> works <laughs> Well, I think right, it's Roo?
1: a gold star, and I super approve. Thank you. And I'm also really happy that you guys invited me on here to talk about a subject that I have had a lot of experience with in the last year. Yeah, Yeah. Which this... is the subject of dog grooming. Yes. The grooming of your dog.
0: So, quick history. Me, Heath, and Kip all picked dogs with low-maintenance fur because we didn't want to deal with dog uh, grooming because... I, de- I deliberately did that. Yes, yeah. and I... we, we chose so too. <laughs> yes. um, Heath F has a little experience with Ch- Chica and... Um, Gidget, Gidget and Puppet.
3: The, the peek a that my parents Pujol. chose for Pujol. our family dogs, their fur, it grows out, so it's got to be groomed and cut instead of shedding, which I personally <laughs> prefer to just deal with shedding.
1: And, yeah. I... and if if anyone's not familiar, a Peek-A-Poo is a Pekingese mix with a poodle, and yep. both yeah. of those mixes have curly, curly hair, curly. non-shedding coats. Uh-huh. Oh, and when you like have hair. a dog with a non-shedding coat, you have to brush it out because the the hair does shed. Nobody doesn't shed, but what happens is it doesn't come off in clumps the way fur does. Yeah. So that it will match. And if your dog mats, their skin gets tight. And then your dog gets infections and it's bad and it's not good. So, yeah. 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 What if one like of the them bad. had,
3: um, Puppet had straight, long Eagles. hair. And then uh, the other peekaboos had curly. Eagle. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, our, my only experience would be your first same experience. April is our, our sweet first beautiful pet brandy who loved and by loved i mean hated children
1: okay so we need to clear the air about poor brandy you have been lining that poor evil little dog for such a long time
0: no, you just <laughs> I called her evil
1: <laughs> she was she sweet is, she can... i love see but danielle can attest evil animals are my favorite because mm-hmm. danielle had to live with my cat prince for so long he's danielle, not evil heard about he was not Prince evil. on the show no, I didn't sweet. bash him. But we... Prince was also a long-haired cat, mm-hmm. and he needed grooming as well, which is what kind of got me into being interested in the care and maintenance of a long coat and animal grooming and the procedures and all of those things.
2: No, yeah. does that also, is there, is there like a comorbidity with that in like also enjoying playing with like human hair?
1: <laughs> I love sorry, the fact that you used it. comorbidity in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't
1: make me fall in love with you. That's so fantastic. Thank you. So... It's funny that you say that because Mm. I've just gotten a uh, change of employment that's a lot laxer with dress codes, so I've been a lot wilder with my own hair. Like, right now my hair is blue and purple. It's like a a blend of, like, blue and purple, and I get really excited. I probably get about as excited now about my own hair as I get about my dog's hair.
2: Nice. See, and that's one thing I can't stand is is, uh, dress codes and um, the patriarchy. Anyway. Well, that's uh, why you work from
0: home in your pajamas. Yeah.
2: I actually, I I like having my own hair long, but I do shave half of my head completely Mm -hmm, bald mm -hmm. so that I only have to work half as hard on it.
1: So what's fun about shaving things is, like, if you have a good pair of clippers, you can probably use it on your dog and on yourself. Yep. Just fun facts yep um what's what's cool though is y'all are talking about your dogs y'all have uh, husky lab mixes and yeah. huskies traditionally shed a shit ton
0: so, so well yeah our dogs have more of the lab fur they do shed mm-hmm. a ton but it's also hard to tell if all the fur because we also have six cats so, yeah. Yeah. Who's is who's. yeah, who's is
2: who's? Who's <laughs> who's?
3: When mean, I sweep it up, they have very I have... different colors. Well,
2: yeah, it's
0: a lot of blonde hair everywhere, yeah. <laughs> but when I sweep it up, it's all this gray, matted mess of hair, yeah. Because, mm. oh, colors yeah, combined. Delicious.
1: It's, it's like the little puppies that roll across your floor when you're cleaning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's lovely, they,
0: they love to help sweep. Um, that's so actually they're very actually The
1: topic, though, you know. Oh, okay. on my list on like who needs grooming, like what kind of dogs need grooming and like how you can tell if you have a low maintenance grooming breed versus a high maintenance grooming breed. Okay. And for you guys, y'all have a lab. I also have another lab. I have two dogs. Um my, my husband also is in the Danielle and Ethan and Kiff camp of I do not want to fuss around with a dog groomer. I don't want to deal with bathing. I don't want to deal with combing. I don't want to deal with courting. I don't want to deal with all of the mess that comes with dog grooming. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're looking at a quote-unquote low-maintenance dog, what you are going to see is a very short, fine, close coat. Like, for instance, Rosie, she is a pit bull. So I imagine that her coat, as she sounds like she's very healthy, I've never met this dog before because you guys are far away from me unfortunately mm-hmm. and because of the quarantine so we have mm-hmm. not been able to socialize in any meaningful physical way for over a year now mm-hmm. thanks corona thanks um <laughs> but <laughs> thanks, when you have about shorter leaders. dogs the only thing you really need to worry about is hey is my dog getting dirty is their skin looking like mm-hmm. healthy yeah Which are they Nicole's itchy do have allergies played, like, business.
2: bad business
1: exactly that's like what you're looking at with a short-haired
2: dog yeah more skin maintenance kind of a person (laughs) exactly
1: exactly and and the thing is like all dogs need some level of grooming like even my lab gets a bath twice a year no
0: we 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 do ours about the i will say one thing like our dogs get about every other week they get bathed roughly uh-huh. because they also are very sensitive skin like their paws are very sensitive they have allergy medicine they take uh-huh. because they uh-huh. we apparently have the most delicate gentle sensitive uh, little babies
1: yeah they're like oh yeah. you can't you, yeah. I, you nobody to get nobody seen. paid attention to your dog's genetics when they were bred they just happened and mm-hmm. they were like well this is the genetic mess that we we ended up with and we <laughs> love them because they're sweet and wonderful so yeah. they that's get something that mess. like a lot of breeders and for the record when i say breeders i'm talking about ethical breeders i'm not talking about puppy mills mm-hmm. puppy mills i'm talking about yeah. like people who health test their dogs mm-hmm. like i want this dog to be here on purpose or you yeah. have a home that's something that a lot of people look at when looking at dogs is like hey is this, a, is this a genetic line that's prone to skin allergies? Maybe we shouldn't let them reproduce. Maybe we should make sure that we end that so that the future dogs don't have those problems. <laughs>
0: yeah, unlike our little farm trash dog litter, right? I think. That's,
1: but they're so sweet and we love them. And, yes, and, I, I'll, I'll take you know. my
0: trash animals every day.
2: I
1: do love your dogs. They're pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Clive, um, we tried to bathe him more frequently when he was a puppy because he we knew he was going to be big. Like, when we got this dog, we knew, we were like, okay, so, like, how I got five. Because mm-hmm. um, he's my oldest child. Um, he was an oopsie pregnancy that my old roommate's parents' dog had. Okay. And we had been thinking about getting a dog for two years. My husband had been talking and talking about wanting to get a dog. But he had such specific qualifications on what kind of dog he was going to get. It had to be a male dog. It had to be a blonde dog. It had to be a retriever <laughs> class of dog. It had, it had to be a dog, be a dog that was Wait, set. wait,
0: Why is Michael like blondes? <laughs> why is Michael into blondes? I mean,
1: you no, know, I'll tell you why. His <laughs> first good. dog was a dark-haired dog, and he wanted a dog as different from his first dog as possible. Uh, because that's, that's, he didn't want to so compare good. a dog to lady, who was who the perfect dog when he was growing up, and oh. he just needed a dog completely different from that dog so that he could bond feel, with it more appropriately.
2: I feel like everyone has grown up with a perfect dog named Lady that they have memories <laughs> of. I do. She was a black lab that lived literally next door and we shared fences, <laughs> and I would play fetch with her through the fence, because I never grew up with a dog, and she was awesome. Like, La- any dog named Lady, I trust immediately.
1: Lady was a Spaniel. She was a Brittany Spaniel mm-hmm. that basically showed up matted and, like, oh. starving um, in a parking lot near where his, him and his dad were. And his dad basically looked out and said, well, I guess we have a dog now. A <laughs> dog <He loves laughs> now. That's what a good
2: man does.
1: <laughs> and so... Um, they fed her up, and my father-in-law grew up on a farm out in northern South Dakota, like way out, oh, yeah, way home out da-
2: hometown, out in South Shout Dakota, out. South Dakota, out, near,
1: out in South Dakota. <laughs> so he took the dog with them when they went hunting one day, and this dog knew how to bird hunt like she'd been born to it. Which almost was clear like she's to a him, that somebody had trained her at some yeah. point. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. That's really Yes. Yeah, cool.
1: So that's the dog my husband grew up with was this perfect, perfect dog new lady. My husband has very few pictures of his childhood but he has a picture of lady we know what lady looks like <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like this is important i'll save this and i'll fire
1: <laughs> exactly so like we stand for lady in my house so when we got five we needed a dog that was just opposite because Brittany spaniel is not very big i think she was like 30 40 pounds like mm-hmm. she's you know not, not very big
0: medium size
1: yeah exactly and by the way, spaniels count to me for medium grooming, like, if you're looking at, like, coat you, maintenance.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Brandy mm-hmm. was. We I do remember her mom brushing her out because she, while we didn't get her, like, traditionally groomed very often, like, we did brush her out because her okay. hair was longish.
1: So Brandy was a Yorkshire Terrier, and mm-hmm. they have what's called drop coats, um, which means they have hair, it's... I mean, fine, it's a lot more like human hair. It's yeah. not going to be coily, it's going to be very straight, mm. and it will tangle in that. Maltese's and uh, Pekingese and um, up to lapses, Uh, oh gosh, who else has drop coats? Uh, someone in the someone's listening to this and screamed, Oh, Bichon Frise is like. Y'all, y'all all seen those dogs. Like you go to like, you'll like you know after Thanksgiving, you turn on the Westminster show. It's the only time of the year that everybody watches the dog show. only will be those dogs that just look like they're walking rugs. It's just like a, a moving <laughs> curtain of hair walking yeah. across the ground. That's a drop coat. Okay, all it right. It drops to the ground. So
2: yeah,
1: our first dog had a drop coat. Um, we would brush her out about once a week just to kind of keep the tangles out. We mm-hmm. kept her in a puppy cut. Um, we didn't, at the time, I didn't know that's what the cut was called, but we kept her trimmed around her face, around her, like, belly. We didn't let her belly hair grow long, because, y'all, it takes to maintain and show drop coat is just insane. It's, like, intense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, I have vague memories of mom trimming her, like, facial hair, or is Mm -hmm. that a bad broken child memory? Because I I do love... No, she did. She
1: did.
0: Because, yeah, I, I do love the one thing about this podcast. I'll talk about my memories, and then you and Dorothy will message like, me. And it's like, well, that's, that's not after happy. her after
1: and be like, excuse you, you were wrong about that. I'm it like, was oh,
0: it my memory.
1: <laughs> the thing about Brandy was, Brandy was Brandy was not super fond of little kids, mm-hmm. and she was grumpy. She was a grumpy old lady dog. Like, my parents adopted a senior dog She did. as th- their Grandma family's tolerance. first dog. But... She would sleep with me at night, I loved that dog, like oh. I was very attached to her, and when she got stomach cancer and got like all her tumors, I was extremely sad. And no, get really i, I got yeah. really upset because Mom and Dad put her down uh while I was away, so I came home and like she was gone, and I was like,
0: "Oh, oh I don't remember that. I remember they were gonna put her down before we moved to Alabama. And... yeah, it
1: happened the summer of two thousand and three.
0: oh, That's
1: so sad. Yeah, and it, it was that I mean, summer, because it was when I was working full-time they told, during the they summer. They told
0: you about it, though, beforehand, right? Because I remember them talking to us about, like, we were going to be to do down. They mentioned
1: that they thought it was going to happen, but it was but Then I came home, and it had just happened. Oh. No one called me. Nobody was like, hey, by the way, today we put down Brandy. We just thought you should know. I but, came home, and she was gone, and I was like, where's Brandy? And they were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, we had to take her to the vet. That sounds like a sad. Sometimes. I was like, oh, okay.
0: Well, I mean, I guess
2: <laughs> I'll just be sad alone now. I, I do
0: remember mom and dad yeah. went, and me and Dorothy did not go. Like we weren't invited to go. It was just something they did. Mm-hmm. So that, to is, be
1: fair, putting down your family pet that you have had hard. for years is yeah. not exactly. And uh, a, a situation in which you want to drag your children to moody 15 year old your confused 13 year old and your whiny 11 year old like that's no. just not like a fun family time i don't <laughs> mind them. no
0: no no it's like it makes sense and also like brandy like was dad's dog like
1: and she was sick y'all yeah. like, this poor dog she no had huge teeth. masses yeah. and she was very sick she'd lost all her teeth like yeah. it was like, time. They fell like they out. did the right thing like yeah. as as good responsible pet parents they did the right thing and they made it and it was about the dog like i think it would have been more stressful for the dog if she had all five of us there versus just like her most important people yeah yeah. So they absolutely did the right thing. But... And
0: I, I will say, I did like Brandy too. As much as I make a joke that she was a grouchy old lady who ate kids, she did, like, during thunderstorms, she would wake me up and I would hold her. And, like, she was oh, a sweet her. dog. Like, she fresh. was She's...
1: like, I just feel like the need to come in here and just, like, champion this poor, mean little, little. Yes, for a dog. grumpy
2: dog. But and that's was, the thing that people don't understand about grumpy animals is that these animals haven't just decided to just be grumpy. Like, typically there's a reason behind Mama, the grumpadump. And I
0: will know? say my favorite thing about going to the park when I was a kid was getting to go with Brandy because she was this, like, little chasing rat she'd go after squirrels. Mm-hmm. She'd oh my squirrels. gosh. Yep. She,
1: do you remember the time she caught the rat? No. Super rat.
0: <laughs> yes, we should talk about that okay, sometime. So,
1: it's on topic because mm-hmm. you you should always be uh, maintaining your flea medication and all that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, and, and um, rats will bring fleas into your house and So you should get a terrier there was this blood, house we rented rats, so it will kill all the rats in your house. so yeah, <laughs> <And> yeah um <laughs> so there's
0: this house we rented and we had this uh so the um
1: we were living in louisiana at the time i yes. think we talked about the fact that we grew up in louisiana for yep. a huge portion of our childhood yes. and thing this rat was like i I mean, like, I guess maybe the rat immigrated from New York, or maybe it's, like, was the baby of a nature rat, and, like, a New York rat, and, like, it's giant.
0: Well, it came into our house because um, we had a laundry room that was on this, like, not fully enclosed porch. I hated going into the laundry room because you could see the gapping between—it was, like, a— Part of a garage that was slightly enclosed and attached to the house, and so there's a gap in the floor. It was always cold, and it
1: broke all the time. We used to have to do our laundry like on the line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where it would
0: dry. But oh, yeah. um, so that's where the rat lived because it always uh-huh. went back into there, and Brandy would alert us. Like, okay, we called it Super Rat because. So, our working tried glue traps, and he didn't want to use snap traps because we were little kids in the house. So he did glue traps first. The rat would get the fricking peanut butter off of the glue trap, not get caught. Yep. He set off. And snap his head traps.
1: was big enough that he could lean over the trap, eat the peanut butter, and then just wander off without yeah. getting stuck.
0: And he so, set off to snapshots, too. This
1: Yorkie, this, this Yorkshire Terrier, she was eight pounds. Mm-hmm. She was about as big as this fucking rat. I mean, this, this stupid uh, rat. Big rat. Creep that yeah. out, you know. You so, <laughs> yeah. She's about yeah. as big as this rat. What was her and name again? We, Brandy. We're yeah. watching TV, playing a game, something. And then, out of nowhere, she goes ballistic. <laughs> and she goes running in and you hear screaming, like, and then she, like, killed it. She broke its neck, shook it around. Oh, trigger nice. warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> there, see see, <laughs> your, your, You did you, it. You did it.
0: Inappropriate <laughs> use of trigger warning.
1: <laughs> trigger warning. Rat she dies. It around, and Dad was like, don't go in there, you know, and he was, like, trying to keep us from seeing this, like, massive mess, but... She was so proud of herself. I was like, and that's the thing about Yorkies, like, small dogs. Yorkshire Terriers were bred to hunt rats. (laughs) They were bred to hunt things, and her little instincts were very, very sharp. So just just wanted to throw that out there. But one of the things we were really lucky about when we lived in Louisiana is we actually lived next door to a dog groomer who ran, like, her own grooming salon, like, right across the road from us. And so she groomed our dog all the time. And uh, I have felt, no like, I think mom and dad would get it done like every four months or so, like every four to six months. They just like get her cut short, brush mm. her out, and then cut her short and brush her out. Okay. Okay. I like that. So that so, was that was our first that was our first dog with grooming. And so, so then we didn't have dogs after that. Like that was the only dog we ever had as a family it was poor little maligned, angry old lady Brandy. Oh my gosh. And then we all got cats, and mm-hmm, I know this yeah. is mostly about dog grooming, but like cats require some level of grooming too, especially oh, when they become oh, yeah. senior cats and they can't keep their fur clean. Oh, absolutely!
2: Yeah, like uh, I had a my, one of my first cats I ever had was actually a, a Himalayan, and oh. uh, yeah. And and I had Beautiful. her until she was like she passed away like I talk about it, I think, in the first episode, but she passed away when she was eighteen on a dark and stormy night. And um <laughs> but she yeah, she had that long luxurious fur, and that is when I knew that I never ever wanted another animal with
1: such high maintenance fur. But Kip, you and I have the exact opposite hey, experience. Look. You know? Because when my cat who was 18 passed away he had the long luxurious fur Mm -hmm. and you were like i gotta i gotta get this
2: back in my life
1: i'm gonna tell you what i spent two months crying on the couch because i would our thing was our thing was like i would come home Mm -hmm. and i kept his brush on the couch right that's my that's my trick like if you have to maintain any type of a dog coat, keep your tools where you relax Yeah, because then it's easy to do, and then it's associated and and easy. He would come up, and I would grab the brush, and I would watch TV, and I would brush him, and he would purr, and that was what we did for twenty minutes every night.
0: Aww.
1: And when your cat dies, and you're used to doing those little acts of care. I was wrecked. I was like, I have nothing to take care of. Like, I try to brush my lab and he did not like it. <laughs> He's just like, Get out of here. With you got this. one of
2: those
0: little, like, rubber brushes <laughs> that don't really do much. And just like, I'm going to massage you. And Clive's I'm like, I'm
1: going to tell you what. The best de shedding tool for short haired dogs is the Zoom Groom. Mm-hmm. They are these rubber brushes. They're like a thick, kind of comby fur. Mm-hmm. Not comby fur, comby teeth combing teeth they're like really really soft but they'll collect all of the dead fur off the dog really 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 easily and so one of the ways that like i've kind of tried to like maintain clive's coat and to keep the shedding down is i'll take him outside and i'll just like go at them i'll just like rub him all over with the zoom groom it's like fur will just go flying off into of space like clouds and clouds of yellow
0: fur <laughs> that's great just a <laughs> poof of a dog um, um one thing uh one of my uh co-workers she was lamenting about this uh she's she's one of my little high schooler co-workers but they have a mancoon kitty oh, and it's like a year old i want a mancoon so bad oh, like, me too.
1: Mancoon the, scruffy. the yeah,
0: thing dog, is her mancoon kitty he apparently is very horrible about grooming his own fur. <laughs> okay. And her mom is like, we do not have time to brush out this dude's fur every week, every day. So they give him the lion cut. They're giving him the lion cut. And she was oh, like, God. my baby's getting the lion cut and he's gonna not be fluffy anymore. And mm-hmm. I was like,
2: well, do like, you? still, the fur is very like that, because that, we had to give Mitzi the lion cut mm-hmm. towards the end, which is when I realized... That, that cat skin is like so thin and is, delicate like yeah. you have to be so so care careful yeah and um, obviously I was but like you know it, it d- didn't get past me mm-hmm. um but it's like it does help them yeah it does and
0: yeah. I'm sure uh they will come to appreciate it because it's I know breezy. they have a lot of extra school activities <laughs> so they can't help with it as much either so yeah
1: well, let me tell I you guys, one of the biggest reasons you want to have good grooming practices with an animal like that is sanitary. Oh, yeah, it's totally yeah.
0: sanitary. And
1: um, if yeah. your animal has that long fur and it's not cleaning itself and it gets it mats around back its anal glands it yeah. or around mm-hmm. its urethra, urethra mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you are looking at very expensive vet bills. <laughs> so... so. Yeah. Okay,
0: so yeah. we're going to try to defer back to grooming. What is so Leon is your poodle? You he want a to-
1: standard poodle? Mm-hmm. Uh Leon was a rescue. I've had Leon for almost a year now. Um when when Prince was getting sick, we decided that I say we decided. I told Michael <laughs> 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 I wanted to get another dog and I wanted it to be a poodle. And we argued, well, first I wanted a Maltese, and then I wanted a New Yorkie, and he was like, no, Clive's too big, and then he was right, Clive is way too big for us to have a small dog, so it occurred to me that they make poodles in the large size, like they do come jumbo. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> the standard um, poodle. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so I have a standard poodle. A standard poodle is any poodle that's over, I think, 20, I think it's 27 inches tall, or like 24 inches tall. Um, they have, like, there's, like, a breed standard. Those are for people who, like, show dogs. I don't show dogs. No. Uh, my dog was a rescue. A yeah. Um, I signed up for three different breed rescue waiting lists mm-hmm. back in, like, August before my cat even passed away because I knew it was going to take me a long time to get a dog. Right. And I, um, had $500 sitting in an envelope because all of the rescues had a fee. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about... specific breed if you go through a breeder you're looking for a poodle Mm -hmm. for a ethical bred health tested dog i'm not talking about show i'm not talking about fancy bloodlines i'm just talking about like hey i'm not a person who's just trying to make money you're looking at anywhere from 1500 to 2000 dollars for a dog for puppies. And poodles like, are
0: also, aren't they, hypoallergenic? That's why some people specifically yes, get because those. They
1: don't shed and they don't have the same type of fur dander. Poodles have hair. They mm-hmm. do not have fur. So it's a totally different composition of the protein of the follicle, so it doesn't kick off allergies the way that a fur dog does like a husky or a, you know what a, like I think the other hypoallergenic dogs are like the Chinese Crest. Mm-hmm. Um I think that they're I think chihuahuas can be hypoallergenic they have such like short fur. like any dog that doesn't shed like I think
0: yeah Portuguese
1: no. water dogs I think are in that group maybe bichon freeze that i'm not super familiar i wanted to be freeze too as mm. well like bichon freezes are on my list of dogs i want one little day fluffy dog little grandma dog anyway so <laughs> here we were grandma. waiting and i got rejected y'all like so many times like i'd see a dog that would come up i'd apply for it and then two days two or four two to five days later <clears throat> the rescue would post Luffy found a home with so-and-so and and we're so excited because they didn't know you would say, hey, you haven't been chosen, be patient. You just would find out on Facebook, so-and-so's been adopted. Did you ever get a a call from an adoption
0: agency? Like, actually, like, they screened you at all?
1: Yeah, like, you would have to fill out a form. um, And then once you do the app, like, once they accept your application, once they decide that, like, you're definitely getting a dog, then you pay a fee. Because these rescues are good people, they're just like they do all the work themselves, and all the money that they make goes to rescuing
0: other dogs. Right? No, I meant like, did you ever get to a point where you had a phone call interview? No.
1: Oh, okay. This bitch has never called me. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious
0: how that worked because we only did like one like adoption agency that had switched to like phones, and that was uh, Loki and Thor, the newest kittens we've had. Mm-hmm. Because that's how everything is right now because of COVID. So I was just curious because before that, the only no, I,
1: and form... I know. See, when, you, when you're looking for a breed like a poodle, there's just so much interest. There's so many people. You're, like, competing with so many people. And I work. And, like, it's just they think they're going to have kids. Like, they have all these rules. Mm-hmm. So okay. on New Year's Eve 2019, I... Went through a depressive crying fit. I couldn't stop crying for like four hours because, I, you know, fun fact, I have anxiety and depression, and sometimes when it's bad, you just cry. Like, yeah, I guess today we're gonna cry. Great, right. today we're gonna cry. <laughs> this is a Depression yep. and Friday. I told Michael, I said, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not waiting on these dogs. Fuck mm-hmm. okay, we're going to the shelter tomorrow, and I'm picking up the first dog that looks at me with good eyes. At that point. And he says, if you can wait until the second I'm off that day, I will drive you myself. And I said, okay, fine. Because we have the money for a dog. We were waiting for a dog. Mm -hmm. So I started to feel better. I start scrolling the Humane Society Facebook page looking for my next dog. Because I've just decided it's happening. I'm getting a dog. I can't wait anymore. I scroll, I scroll, I scroll. And there it is. There's Leon. Yep. Hey, I found this standard poodle who looks a hot mess. Does anybody want Didn't him? you find him
0: on Facebook like or like a neighborhood app or something?
1: I found him on the Humane Society's Facebook page.
0: Oh, okay. So oh, wow, nice. it was
1: it was the mm-hmm. Humane Society's page. It was Facebook, but it was a monitored page. And what happened was this chick had found this skinny, skinny, skinny matted standard poodle wandering around the parking lot of a dirt cheek and she lured him home with food, and she didn't have a fence, and he just sort of hung around her house while she looked desperately for somebody's owner, because he was in a puppy cut. He was in a... He'd been trimmed. Somebody had trimmed him. He had the most horrible top knot I'd ever seen. It was all flat and sad and matted. Oh, no. (laughs) It looked like he hadn't been groomed in at least... Two or three months, and he was just—you could see his hip bones, and it's like I'll send all a picture. Oh yay! But we'll you could—you um, could see his hip bones, you could see his ribs, you could see his little joints, Aww. and he was real, real skittish and real, real scared. And um, I, I texted her that day, that moment. I was like, "Hey, if you haven't found a home for that beautiful dog, I would love to have him." And they were like, "Uh, well, we're looking for the owner." And if I can't find the owner, I was going to give him to my friend. And I said, okay, well, whatever is best for the dog and just figured, okay, let's keep looking. But then she came back and was like, oh, you know this person? I was like, yeah, that's a friend of mine. Oh, I went to school with her. She's really cool. She wouldn't be friends with someone who wasn't also very cool, (laughs) which is true because I'm very cool. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I showed her pictures of my dog of my yard and I was like okay this is what I've got and she was like you know what my friend's a flake you can have the dog <laughs> nice. and so they drove Leon over Leon and Clive got along great I hand fed Leon handfuls and handfuls of the Christmas turkey that I'd like blind for three days and then like lovingly slow baked and it was like all this like turkey leftovers that was supposed to last us for like a week in sandwiches y'all i sat in that yard and bribed that dog with turkey for like Aww. 30 minutes until he would come to me i bond to <laughs> his form i would make you love me with turkey turkey so love We got his shots the next day. He was heartworm negative. We kept him. And then, like, the second day, like, basically the day he got cleared for his shots, it was, like, the third day we had him, I brought him to a groomer. Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned about how to maintain a poodle coat. Because even though I'd been watching, like, videos on grooming, I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) I knew nothing. (laughs) I was like, here, I've got this giant dog now, and I've got to keep him unmatted. And so that's when I learned about the important tools of grooming a poodle. The first tool is a long metal comb called a Greyhound comb. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's about 12 inches long. It's got metal teeth. And you use it to find the mats, basically. Like, because, like, you know, like when you brush your hair, you'll Mm -hmm. find like those little pieces where the hair is like tied together.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, poodle coats are a lot like African American hair in, this, in the texture and like the, the, uh, the C4 and like the C3 is like the different curl yeah. tightness like the different coil tightness okay. that's exactly what a poodle coat is like it's that curly curly tight hair so when you like a groom C3. a poodle you mm-hmm. do not just brush a poodle you shampoo the poodle You rinse the poodle, you condition the poodle, you then use what's called a high-velocity dryer on the poodle while brushing it straight. So you basically give it almost like a hot press, like, with, you know, like, when you, if you've ever given yourself a blowout, like, where you blow your hair while brushing it in the same direction to, like, create smoothness and to Mm -hmm. straighten the strand, you do the same thing with a poodle coat. Oh, nice. That takes a lot of effort. That takes a lot of tools. That's why I pay a groomer, because I did not have the tools. I didn't have the table. I didn't have the high-velocity dryer. I didn't have um, the brushes and the combs. I didn't have the experience. Mm -hmm. Because you can also really scare a dog if you don't know what you're doing with blow-drying. Because high-velocity blow-dryers, they, like, shoot the air out really, really fast, and you... Use it to straighten this coat out. Well, the longer you keep your dog, the longer it takes to dry mm. your dog. It takes it takes my groomer five and a half to six hours Jeez. to get Leon done. Oh my god, wow. yeah, is it's that, a whole day. Is that like, really
0: the like, is that a standard
3: like groom time? Every for groomer
1: him? I've ever taken him to takes four to six hours to get him done. Oh my
3: god, how mm-hmm. much is every that? If t- I might ask. <laughs>
1: Okay, so it's different depending on where you go. Yeah. Um, his very first groomer was this really cool lady who... That was a lot of work though, the first him time, ...at Petco. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a commercial, and there's different types of grooming offices. There's your private... I've, I've been to all three kinds. I've been to a private groomer. I've been to the commercial groomers, like your Petco's, your Pet Smarts, and then I've been to veterinary groomers, which is where he goes now. He goes to a groomer that works out of a vet's office. Okay. And her name is Tiffany. She has been my favorite groomer so far. I don't know what she does to him, but she puts some type of product in his fur that makes it so much easier to maintain between grooms. Because usually after a week or two, his, his fur will, or his hair will, like, coil back up and I have to be, like, really diligent with the uh, line brushing. But there's something that Tiffany puts in his coat that, like, I just need to fluff it and usually it, it stays good for, like, about three weeks. So I've been actually able to go longer between grooms because she does such a good job of Whatever it is that she puts in his coat. Because I'm not a groomer, guys. I just like to read a bunch of stuff on it and maintain my dog. Um, Now, the other thing you need to keep in mind with grooming, if you have one of these breeds that needs a lot of grooming, you do not have to keep them in a long cut. You Mm -hmm. can keep them in a short cut and go longer between grooms. as long as you like keep an eye out for mats make sure that there's no mats around their sanitary areas Mm -hmm. make sure that their feet aren't matted make sure that their toes aren't matted make sure that the space where they like under their arms and and under their hips stays clean Mm -hmm. because that's where you get mats you get mats where your dog is moving around a lot like he loves to chew the base of his tail Mm -hmm. because he's a dumb dog and that's what he likes to do (laughs) So, I'm always like checking for knots because he'll put knots in his own furnace. Yeah.
0: So, There's, what cut do you keep him in technically? Because you've talked about different like styles of cuts for poodles.
1: I have kept him in multiple cuts. So, one of my favorites is the Miami, it has a bunch of different names. Some people call it the Bikini Cut, some people call it the Clown Cut. Like, a lot of these cuts are like the same cut with like 40 different names. But the it. bikini cut is where they have the pawns on their feet. Oh, the on their front hooks. and their back feet. Oh, yeah, They'll have the long puffy top knots and then the fluffy ears and the fluffy palm on the tail. So when you say
2: top knots, do you mean like just the crown of the head? The the hair poof? Right. So yeah, okay.
1: poodles okay, so when you're talking about like it looks like a fro, kind of like an afro, mm-hmm. like that big poof. Yeah. Um when you're okay so a show cut on a poodle is usually called a continental or a saddle cut
2: and that's with like Every, the hip poofs and all that
1: or the that's the one where the dog has the huge mane and then they have the palms on the feet they yeah. have these um oh what are they called the hip covers i yeah, think they're i think they're called uh saddle bags like the the palms mm. on the hips yep, oh. love handles. yep Yeah. Now, y'all know I know that cut looks really silly But do y'all know where it originates from? Do y'all know where the original saddle Like all those cuts originate from?
2: From what I've heard with that particular one and, And I think When I heard it, the person who was Talking about it even emphasized That this was a myth But it was When poodles were hunting dogs It was intended to keep their joints warm That's the myth I've heard
1: okay so it's not a mess and let me explain why poodles were not originally kept in a wool coat i keep my dog in a wool coat that means he looks fluffy okay poodles were originally german descendants from the portuguese water dog the word poodle comes from the german word puddle hound puddle hound means dog of water water dog yeah and what they would do is they would let the coats grow out and cord. Um, we might call it dreadlocks or what have you, but they would cord the coat. Oh. You would let it hang in mats, but the matting was intentional. There are a few dogs' coats that are made to lock. Like, their, their fur is made to cord. And by the way, it's not called locking. human hair does... It is called courting, cording, C O R D I N G, cording. Mm. Okay. Um, and that's where you get coats. the mop dog. Mm. Yeah. Like, okay. So, um, Commodores, pulley breeds, and poodles were made to court Okay. So, with that said, when you look at the coat, they would shave around the upper part of the limb, they would shave around the middle part, and they would shave around the base of the tail, at the sanitary areas. But you would have these thick, corded coats around the joints. And when that fur got wet, it was insulating. Mm, Because these dogs were in and out of the water. And they smelled horrible. If you read the 16th century, 17th century breeder guides, because I'm a nerd and I went and I read this stuff because I was really curious.
2: Mm-hmm. One nerd of the things they talked
1: about a corded dog is how stinky they were. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, oh, these dogs reek. They probably yeah.
0: So what were they? Were they like waterfowl hunting? <laughs> they were and... duck dogs. Yeah. Duck dogs. Poodles,
1: okay. poodles started out as duck dogs. Um, the What's funny is Labradors, um, like the modern lab Mm -hmm. and the modern poodle, both come from the Portuguese water dog. So they're very, that was another good reason to get a poodle and a lab, because they're both very similar in their tasks that they were bred for.
0: Does Leon like water? Because I know our dogs love water. They love puddles, they love the rain. They got webbed
3: toes.
1: Well, Neon is a princess. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, Mishka's a prince,
3: but in a different way.
1: Yes. Clive is a princess. They're both princesses. They don't like the water. And I mean it in the derogatory... Um, horrible patriarchy, feminism, is bad kind of way. How dare know, you bring that up on
2: podcast?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um,
1: I'm d- Leon is not afraid of rain. Like, he'll go... And, and Michael calls him street dog because, you know, he was a rescue. versus at who has been, like, hand-raised Well, we call Oliver a trash a of cat, discomfort so... discomfort yeah. in his entire fuzzy life. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Leon does not go seek out water. He's not like, oh, hey, a pool, let me go dive in it um yeah like you asked if if Leon has a problem with water he doesn't really have a problem with water i
0: do know but he has a raincoat he does it's not like cute. go
1: seek it out you know
0: yeah
1: i do but he has I, a know. Raincoat. I will say it is a hot fucking mess when he gets wet like it's oh, yes. awful like you have trying to... to get him clean is just the worst so that's to... why he
3: has a raincoat
1: <clears throat> yes he does have He's a raincoat so cute. that is yes. precious he does Let's
3: see if I can find have a you. For you
1: have you ever gotten curly hair wet? Do You know what happens when you get curly hair wet? Yeah, it takes forever to dry,
0: and especially you, down towards the root. And isn't like <coughs> you can't leave it's not like our dogs if they get wet, they'll dry off eventually and it's fine. But like curly right. hair, it's moisture yeah. cool
3: grow mold, mold yeah.
1: in them mold. if you don't keep them dry. Same it's, reason
2: why you can't get chinchillas wet ever.
1: Yeah, so the other thing is. If you have straightened your dog out, like I said, I keep my dog in a wool coat, it's like mm-hmm. where I don't, I do not court him. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole courting process terrifies me as a human being, and I just don't want to deal with it. Though, I have seen, I'm, out, I'm on a couple of Facebook groups that do keep courted dogs, and it is really, really beautiful when someone has a properly maintained corded coat. It is one of the coolest, most beautiful. It's like a mop running in the wind. Like, it's just like... <laughs> a glorious mop. I will
0: say it sounds like higher <laughs> maintenance than uh, even what you deal with now, which to me, oh, i yeah. like, oh. Oh,
1: yeah, it's yeah. a mess. Like, I'll, I'd say that the highest maintenance coats are... Poodles, bichon Frise, Portuguese water dogs, Afghans, Commodores, pulleys, and English sheep dogs. English sheep dogs are a hot mess, like in terms of of coat. That makes um, sense. So but let me tell y'all. Did we get
3: around the rough price range?
0: We know we didn't. Uh, let's go back to how much? I do you, actually have that list next
1: on my list. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry not to interrupt awesome. your list, you guys. Next she wrote an list. outline. So, Sheet type okay, she here's what you're looking at okay there's 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 the hidden cost and then there's the upfront cost Mm -hmm. um my groomer that i paid at petco it was like 65 70 bucks
3: that's not much at all for that many hours
1: that's but here's the trick you have to it was 90 dollars the first time because he was matted well yeah Mm
3: -hmm. i mean that's gonna be anywhere it would have been more expensive because it was several months
1: Anytime y'all let your dogs get matted, it is going to cost you more because Mm -hmm. your groomer is going to have to work harder to get Mm -hmm. those mats out. But I have found that since I am what I like to call a unicorn client, as in I brush my freaking dog between grooming visits and I always tip my groomer and I'm always nice to my groomer, I always get charged less. (laughs) I never have, I've never had to pay like $100 or $120 for nice. a groom because, one, I keep my dogs in pet cuts, there's a difference between a show cut and a pet cut. If you're in a show cut, you're, you're looking at $120 to $150 a groom from a decent, well-trained groomer, mm-hmm. but if you're just doing, like, a basic, like, it, it's truly not that expensive. My current groomer only charges me $75 per groom, and... I, the only thing I do not like about my... Clinic based groomer is they give they have no way for me to tip my groomer and that bothers me. Mm, I don't like that she does all that work and I can't tip her. Yeah. So the way I've gotten around that is I get her gift cards and I get her presents that I bring with me and then hand out (laughs) whenever she gets my dog (laughs) because I don't like that I can't tip her.
0: Is it because she isn't paid by commission? She's paid hourly through the vet.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's because the I'm pretty sure that groomers that work through vets get paid more mm-hmm. so they don't have to work off of their tips. Yeah. But I don't care. You got farted on by my dog for whatever. <laughs> for You're hours. Gonna get so you deserve present it. present for that. My dog, oh, my dog's super gassy too. Like he's just gassy, so like he'll just, just let out horrible, deadly bombs yep, when you're trying to too. sleep. And
3: you're just, just revealing that prince's secrets on this podcast. Well, Rue's
0: the fartiest, smelliest
1: dog. Yeah, but I've she, ever met. she's
3: she's a princess though, so
0: she she does nuclear farts since she was a puppy. She's been better. No, she
1: has been. I think her because of the is... very
3: expensive prescription food we have her on.
0: Yes. Yay. So let me There's give you all some
1: minutes. tips, though. Let me give you all some tips on finding a good groomer. Yes,
0: if we ever decide so, to be insane, if you ever decide
1: that you want a good groomer, tip number mm-hmm. one: a good groomer is going to teach you what you need to do to mm-hmm. keep whatever cut you get looking good between grooms.
0: That makes sense. Um,
1: yeah. My first groomer taught me how to line brush. Um, now, line brushing is where you follow a vertical line down your dog. Mm. With the comb and with the, um, it's it's called a slicker brush. I don't. Do y'all you know what like a slicker brush is?
0: I assume it's a brush that's really cool.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's got mm-hmm. bent prongs, so it kind of looks like. Uh, it, it's like it's like a big rectangle, and then it's got a bunch of little soft, wiry bristles that are bent.
0: Kind of like a z.
1: And you pull it down the fur, and it makes it, it leaves it really fluffy, and it'll pull the little knots out. Oh, okay. Okay. Like um, when you comb There's hair. pin brushes. Pin brushes look like regular hairbrushes, because they, like, are, like, tall, straight pins.
2: Hmm.
1: I got one of those in the very beginning. It was a horrible mistake for me personally. It did not work for what I needed, but if you have a dog with a drop coat... They work great, it just doesn't work good on poodles. So pin brushes are handy as well. And again, I I mentioned this earlier, but the most important tool is a greyhound comb, a metal comb, because when you're line brushing, what you're doing is you're starting at the top of like, say the withers, which is like their arm, and you're starting at the shoulder, and you go down with that comb to check your work. And you Mm -hmm. go down to the skin, brush to the skin is you can get, um, matting that'll happen like, oh man, it's just not good. Like, I'm gonna tell y'all what, it's, it's the worst. You'll see, they look pelted, you know? Um, so brush your dogs, just brush your dogs and don't just like half-ass it. Make sure you get down to the skin because Mm -hmm. if you don't get down to the skin, you're gonna have a bad time.
2: You're gonna have a really close to the skin mat, okay. which is like what you want to avoid at all costs. Yeah, I
1: assume yeah. it's also
2: harder to see at just looking.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the first thing you need to look for in a groomer, though, is you want a groomer that's going to who's going to educate you on how to do things. Like my first groomer, Crystal, she made sure I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was looking for. I knew what to feel. She taught me how to break up mats because you can you can break up small mats, mm-hmm. um, but if you bring your your groomer a matted dog, that's a lot of pulling. That's a lot of stress. They don't know them. It's not great. The second thing you want to look for is you want to look for a grooming zone that is clean. Um, that means they're going to keep their tools late. Like every groomer I've ever seen, that like they almost all, except for the quarantine. Like we can't help. Corona, but before Corona, all my groomers let me look at their workstation. They never hid their workstation. Um, They're like, yeah, this is where I'm going to be taking care of your dog. Like They'll let you look at their area. And if they won't like... Now, if they say, oh, we can't let you back there for whatever reason, and that is a logical reason and you got a good feeling and like the rest of the place looks clean then you're probably fine mm-hmm. but if you get into a place and it smells weird or if you don't if if the groomer just has their tools everywhere and they don't see because all my groomers have like this towel and they like lay everything out as they go like a chef but like with combs you know you want groomers that are gonna keep their tools nice like ask them how often they get their shears sharpened ask them how often they get their blades sharpened like that's that's important also another sign of a good groomer they're gonna ask you what you want with your dog a bad groomer is gonna just take your dog not ask you what you want and then just hand you a poor chopped up dog like like your dog's will look ridiculous because they didn't ask you what you wanted all my groomers are like, hey, what do you want? And I show them pictures, and they absolutely love pictures. Like, okay, I understand that. So, you know, communication is key. Yeah, And finally, groomers love dogs. Like, Mm -hmm. generally speaking, a groomer busts their ass to make your dog look good. They, it is a very physical job. You are cutting and trimming an animal that has a mind of its own, that does not know this person, that's going to like, you know, have bodily functions, it's gonna bite you, it's gonna do all this thing. Luckily Leon is very easy to groom, he's not aggressive in any way. But, you know, it, it's gonna happen. Like you gotta you gotta just be prepared for that and talk to your groomer. If you have a dog that's reactive, if you have a dog that is nibbly, warn them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're automatically not gonna take your dog. That just means they might have to muzzle him for part of the groom. Or they might need to know ahead of time, hey, this is a dog I have to really keep my guard up around.
0: Right. Or go because slowly it's, with.
1: it's pretty dangerous. Yeah. And they paid a lot of money and time to learn their craft, so respect it. If a groomer tells you it's going to be X, Y, Z amount of dollars, don't yell at them. Don't be mean to them just because they've got to, like, make a freaking living. Like, yeah. groomers are what keep our dogs healthy, and I'm just... I stand for groomers. They, they work super super hard and yep. they care about animals a lot. So don't expect them to read your mind on things mm-hmm. without you at communicating. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, groomers groomers dedicate there's something they chose to do. They've dedicated a ton of time to become a professional at what they do. Mm-hmm. They risk mm-hmm. getting bitten, scratched, pissed on, pooped on, all the, vomited on, all mm-hmm. the things, you know? Exposed to bloodborne pathogens through animals. Right. And you know what? To... Groomers
1: will find out health problems about your dog before you notice them. Yeah. Because they it's difficult sometimes to notice little changes when you see your dog all the time. Like, in the like ears. if your groomer sees your dog once every couple of months and they see a change, they're gonna be able to point it out. Like, hey, I've noticed that Fluffy has a lump, you know? Yeah. And you can get that checked out right away. Um, I think the biggest nightmare any groomer has is that something medically will go wrong while your dog is in their care. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That
1: makes and, sense. And um, it's, it's like, an awful feeling. So, like, I don't know, groomers yeah. are some of the nicest, most sweet-hearted, caring people. They work their butts off. Yeah every groomer i've had yeah. has yeah. been a godsend and a friend i am friends with all my groomers i know them by name i know what they like i give them presents because they're nice <laughs> and yeah. they take care of my
2: dog i also feel like
0: these are really good rules like that's uh those are some of the same guidelines i follow to like meet a vet i like or a behavioralist mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. trainer i like is when they they like want to like one of the reasons uh a little off subject but like when we did decided to do the training through uh the from the group that does the puppy playtime one of the reasons i kind of wanted to do it is because even at puppy playtime the person who was monitoring the playtime she would give tips before like i wasn't even paying her for this she's like no no no, do this with him and it'll be better and it's like oh okay or try this with them so i think anyone who's willing to give you advice they care because they care and want to help you that is and and wants to listen to you i feel like that's the thing that sets good um animal caretakers apart from others is it's not just about the money it's about trying to help the animal's quality of life by helping the human that takes care of them
2: Groomers, groomers are animal lovers that's a part of why they do what they do you know
1: right The last little topic I had on my list um, was myths about grooming and myths about dog coats.
3: Just because your dog
1: does not shed does not mean your dog is low-maintenance. Just because your dog is hypoallergenic does not mean that your dog is low-maintenance. And I feel like the elephant in the room in the current... Pop culture of dog of dog breeds right now. Let's have a conversation about Doodles.
0: (laughs) Oh yes, the most popular things. Wait, hang on. What is our cousin's dog type?
1: Aussie Doodle. Aussie
0: Doodle.
1: Gus Gus is an Aussie Doodle. Gus Gus is which means he's an Australian shepherd hound mixed with a poodle.
2: That's the
0: thing. That
1: sounds adorable
2: he's
0: very it is
1: adorable <laughs> he's one of the sweetest dogs ever and i want to be clear i am not hating on doodles i do not hate doodles there are a lot of there are a lot of poodle people out there who really hate doodles you guys like like you i'm in a couple of poodle groups and it's like one of the questions you have to answer to get in it's like do you, have do a you ever plan on breeding your poodle with a non-poodle if yes, get the fuck out. Like Wow and, So <laughs> aggro. So much aggro. And let me <laughs> let me explain though. Here's here's my personal opinion. Everybody should have a dog that they want. If you have a dog in mind that you like and it is one you care about, and you do the work to maintain and meet those dogs' needs, it does not matter to me what kind of dog you have. Mm-hmm. I might think certain breeds are an abomination, but that doesn't mean that they don't deserve to exist, and it doesn't mean that the people who like them are bad. No, you know what I mean. Everyone. So I just want to like there's a dog be very for clear. Everyone. I love Gus, Gus, my little Aussie doodle cousin dog. Like love that dog. Great dog. Mm-hmm. I love. um... I love Mellow Yellow, who is a Labradoodle mm-hmm. that we knew at the dog park Mellow Yellow was like my favorite dog this this dog was like so cool he was um he was a labradoodle he was super small mm-hmm. I've known Corgi Doodles I've known peek poos I've known I've known uh Choo- Nib- like Doodles. so many different Cor- wait wait mixes. hang on we gotta go
0: back to Corgi Doodles is it a Corgi sized
1: dog with poodle fur it is a Corgi sized dog with poodle fur
3: was this mixed with a standard poodle
1: no, no I'm it, was with mini- a mini okay. it was a mini poodle. It was a corgi and a mini poodle. Because I've
3: seen very obvious mixes between corgis and much larger dogs, and it's
1: disturbing. Terrifying. They're concerns. Yeah. Concerns. Like, it's yeah. like like Franken dogs. Like uh, that's actually my nickname for these breeds. Are like Franken dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do not, and this is no judgment on anybody who makes this decision. I'm just expressing my opinion. I do not understand why you would pay poodle purebred prices for what is essentially a mutt. (laughs) I don't understand it. People charge so much for doodle breeds. And the majority of reputable poodle, ethical, reputable poodle breeders will Mm -hmm. never let their poodle breed with a dog that is not a poodle. because You cannot anticipate the health problems that can come with that. But a lot of doodle breeders are breeding for the coat because they want the poodle they want the poodle lack of shedding Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: and they want the size shape i guess of the other dog but i'm like every time someone tells me all the qualities and traits they want in a doodle i'm like why don't you just get a standard poodle
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: why don't you just get a standard poodle you don't have like this is a this is a breed of dogs most of the dogs in this breed are very health tested
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm talking about reputable breeders here like if you're going to a puppy mill you're not going to listen to what i'm saying anyway it doesn't matter like what i say it doesn't matter what i think because you're just going to go to somebody who's just trying to pump out money I, I i'm not you... saying every poodle is perfect I i'm just saying this... like
0: a little interesting the, because you can also search breeds on like Pet Finder and you can right. find like that's how we found our dogs is we like typed in like Husky uh, Lab mix and we're. Well, like, you gotta be
1: careful with Pet Finder though because some of the Pet Finder um, breeders, well, like you have to like just be careful because well, Pet Finder can also no, be can. A launching place for puppy mills. Well, yes, oh, okay. So we like, yeah. Okay, we were like,
3: we've only seen um, rescues. Yeah, really like rescues them. that were.
1: Yeah. For those like, dogs that I looked could,
3: at, they were rescues.
0: If like
1: you, could, you, but I'm telling you, like if you put in specific breed, like I'm not talking about mixes. Like I was looking through some of the poodle, poodle listings when I was looking for dogs, and I'm just like sketch, sketch, sketch. You don't want a, you don't
0: want Craigslist dog oh my god i have
1: no judgment of no. the choices you've made in your life Kip, but those choices are your own and i choose not to share them no that's <laughs> fine no so i okay. um, rosie is perfect things. we all know that rosie is amazing but and that's what's important it's
2: funny because i do a lot of i'm one of those people that does a lot of stuff that is like that that does the things that the 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 do as i say not as i do kind of a person right. i am a very much that person and i try to be better but i just also you, circumstances you, you talk yourself into doing something that goes against your beliefs because of your emotions at the time and that's very much where i was at i could have very easily waited for a rescue dog but i had been so caught up in the idea of getting a dog and my friend had just rehomed a rabbit on Craigslist.
1: Mm. And I was like
2: if I I could just do that, I could find someone who's <laughs> rehoming a a dog on Craigslist. I wasn't even looking for a puppy. Right. But then my heart like, I saw these pictures of these hazel-eye blue pit bulls, and I just oh, there lost you go. my You're life. Of of Rosie's siblings. Go. supposed siblings. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I do think, because I did find the picture. I still haven't sent it to you. Yes. To post on the... One, <laughs> day, one day I will find it. One of these days you guys will see this well, picture, but yeah. The reason,
1: the reason I'm even bringing up doodles is because, yeah. and it's like such a divisive subject, because again, uh, I just want to reemphasize, mm-hmm. I really don't want anyone to think I hate doodles, because I don't. But yeah, the problem is there's expensive. so many doodle owners that think they're going to get a dog that has the same coat maintenance as a lab as yeah. we've talked about before really? labs have very wow. little coat maintenance yeah. Wait, and they, they hear oh i get a lab that doesn't shed or i get a blanks it doesn't shed because of the poodle
3: oh i don't think like they understand dogs yeah or genetics
1: yeah it's it's back to that myth thing that i'm talking about and the thing is doodle coats require a lot of maintenance yeah because more than the ones you they... she shed yeah shedding
3: you just have to like
1: clean you, just you have to brush them up. a
3: lot if they're like husky shedding mm-hmm. yeah or just like, sweep a lot if they have thinner fur like labradors you know
1: yeah yeah like Labradoodles or Aussie doodles or shepherd doodles or insert your doodle here, they don't have predictable coats. Mm. When you get a poodle mixed with a poodle, you're going to get a poodle coat and you know what to do with a poodle coat. Mm -hmm. But if you get a doodle, you don't know. what kind of coat you're going to end up with. You could get a long, wavy coat that never mats and be one of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. Or you could get a super kinky coat. Or you could get a coat that is in 12 directions and just doesn't lay right. Or maybe it won't give you the right poodle coat at all. I'll like, just say, like, humans. do not think just because it's been mixed with poodle that you're going to get this magic proof coat. Because when yeah. I look at the groomer forums... It is a lament across the board of, oh, God, the doodles are coming. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and not to compare uh, humans to dogs, but it kind of reminds me of one of my friends and coworkers who she has a combination of her mother and father's hair. Her mother has very curly, mm-hmm. thick hair, and her father has very thin, straight hair. And apparently, mm-hmm. like, her hair is a weird mix of the both, so, mm-hmm. like, she does weird things to try to, like, balance it,
3: because... You don't have the genetics. Yeah, you don't have it's the genetics, genetics. in Express.
1: Yeah. So yeah, like I'm saying, I am not saying that bred dogs, purebred dogs are like the best dogs ever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying do your research. Yeah. Do not be lied to. Do not be fooled. Do not fall into the trend. And do not pay thousands of dollars for what is essentially a mutt. Do not no. do that to yourself. Yeah.
0: So any other myths besides apparently a doodle fur being magical fur oh. that never mats? Or, or And
3: generally people are
0: misunderstanding um, what mixes let's, let's
1: can see. be. let yeah. see. If you cut the fur off, they can't put the fur back on. So don't what? get mad at your groomer if you told them you wanted a shortcut and they can't like make it grow longer. That's not how mm-hmm. it works. Oh. oh um, another myth: dog dying. Like if you dye your dog's fur with mm-hmm. dog-safe dye, is not animal abuse. It is not torture. Well, there, yeah, like, there like aren't people juice. who I really admire in the poodle community, especially yeah, in the, the creative grooming community, who will do like entire art pieces using their dogs as canvases. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're some of the coolest, artistic, most artistic people ever. That's not torture. No, if your white dog is walking around with a pink fro your white dog does not give a shit because dogs are colorblind <laughs> and they don't care, yeah. all they want is to chase something. Yeah. And also, here's the thing like, if your dog hates being groomed, and it will let you know. Like, when I'm brushing Leon at night and I get too close to his feet and he doesn't like it, he gets up and walks away. <laughs> like, he's he's done. Just like, No, thank you,
0: yeah. I I, I will say that is definitely something, because, like, we don't have a lot of grooming that we have to do, but we do trim nails and clean ears, and Mishka Uh hates uh his nails being trimmed, and he's dramatic as crap when I clean his ears. He's like, you're hurting me. I'm like, I know I'm not hurting you. He's like, the pain.
2: (laughs) The pain. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even Rosie, like, Pippos are notorious for not liking water or baths. And, um, you know, I still give her a bath uh, every time she needs it. I, like, it used to be once a week, because she's a baby and she just gets muddy and stinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, she'll get into the bath, but man, will she give me the face. <laughs> like, what are you... You're killing me. I've been she's mm-hmm. literally <laughs> killing me.
1: <laughs> um, when you have dogs like pit bulls and, like, bully breeds, like, um... Oh, what are the English bulldogs like with the really with a lot of the face wrinkles? One of the things that people need to keep in mind is you have to like wash the folds of their skin. You have to keep an eye on those folds because that is an area that can get like zits and things like that. So yeah,
2: it'll it'll catch Uh, oil and it'll also not dry properly. So you really gotta get in there with anything that's like brachycephalic that has the face Mm -hmm. folds. Or anything that's, that's you know, extra wrinkly, yeah.
0: That's why you gotta clean your armpits. Nope. Mm-hmm.
2: Another reason why I wanted Rosie, she's not brachycephalic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have the smooshed face. But
0: they, the smooshed face is kinda cute.
1: It's so cute. Y'all, yeah, I sister. really My wanted a Mastiff, a but dog. they jewel like crazy. Oh, I have God, a friend yeah. who has a Mastiff, and he just keeps around with this big, giant cloth all the time. To like his face. To get the jewel off the face. Little boogies little gojis yeah it's it's intense
2: mm-hmm.
3: i always okay, feel bad for it. the smush face dogs because they always have breathing problems
0: they do yeah. oh for sure yeah oh like, for sure it's crap but have
3: horrible... uh puppet had that a bit oh did you wheeze she comes... i mean yeah she also got real old and that's mostly when i remember her but... oh, okay
0: a lot she was like snoring, blind and partially deaf because, yeah. by
3: the end but, yeah. so yeah.
0: any other thoughts on grooming
1: Um, no, I think that we've covered everything on grooming, um, that I can think of, but there's so much more to cover on grooming, guys. Like, grooming's one of those things that takes people months and months and months to learn how to do properly. Mm. There's tons of different dogs out in the world that have different requirements. Um, some people use groomers for dogs that have medical issues, like skin issues, like Mm. I know some people who go to the groomer frequently because their dog needs like special medicated shampoo baths yep um so they'll do that and and grooming is more than just like let me let this dog look super prissy or what have you i mean it's 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 a necessary part of ownership
2: yeah yeah Yeah. straight up hygiene Um, and care
1: yeah and i wish i had like more experience with like dog shows and things like that like maybe one day when i'm old and in my 60s and like retired. And your grandma dog. I might act- There There's so many 60-year-olds who are like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> no, let me explain. Let me explain. When you look at the people who show dogs professionally, it is retired. mostly retired people. Yeah, retired. Because yeah. it takes Which so much time and effort to and to the capitalism. freedom to be able to like travel around to all of these competitions mm-hmm. and shows. Yeah. Yeah. I have toyed with the idea of maybe seeking out a puppy that is like akc certified and learning how to do dog shows maybe one day yeah but i would have to have like a whole home set up to do such a thing and
0: and you'd have to travel yeah we're not there yet that's a
2: (laughs) a full-time
1: job let's see where you go
0: from there but if you ever do become a show dog we'll have you on again
1: yeah, in 35 if years you when that happens, ever we'll a totally blue- do it <laughs> <laughs>
2: we will <laughs> gladly have you on. It's gonna be a real hit if you
3: have the the blue and purple hair. So, yeah. So.
2: yeah, ooh, you could get your uh,
0: dog to hair match
1: hair till, like, your dye. hair. I'm like, I'm, I love having purple hair so much. It's just the best. Like. I, I've I've got like a whole plan on like how we can move around having purple hair forever. Yeah. Nice. I will Perfect. I will say
0: that is the when you were talking about the dye colored hair. One thing I really like is people who do do that, and then they'll match their dog's hair with uh, their yeah, hair.
1: It's cute.
3: adorable. That
1: is really Maybe cute. if I had a white dog, but my yeah. little yeah. is black. No,
3: so. can't really. And he's be- gorgeous.
1: He is, and beautiful. he is. And the thing is, like people who dye their dogs, they do it. On dogs that like are predisposed to be good, yeah, they're not bleaching for that yeah. kind of their
0: dog's hair. No.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's got to be the dogs for to be Yeah, light at, to be. I with, refuse you know? to bleach my dog. Just for... I mean, bleach, I could, bleach is uh,
3: difficult uh, on human hair. I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. Uh, yeah. I hurt. think I refuse. Yeah.
1: yeah, I would say bleach is
2: probably animal
1: cruelty at that point. Uh, yeah, true. yeah. Because yeah. But here's the thing: like the people who are doing like these shows. They don't bleach their dogs. No, they yeah. don't put lighteners on. These are semi-permanent hair parad- Like it's fine. Guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, this isn't. And, Again,
2: beet juice stuff like that. You yeah, know.
1: yeah. So, if y'all want a really cool documentary on um, on creative dog grooming, HBO did a documentary, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. It wasn't Best in Show. It was something called like all part of the show or something like that it was, it was the all show. creative dog grooming and it was one of the coolest things comedy. i'd ever gotten to watch about this very niche area Is that of well talent and art well-groomed well-groomed maybe? well-groomed that's it that's yep. the one that's nice. the one nice it was very enjoyable and i learned so much about Different groom like and it follows like all these different competitive groomers going to like the big grooming competition, and it you know like how like sometimes you just want to turn on ambient noise in the background. One of the things yeah. I do is I turn on dog grooming in the background, because I like the way that the clippers sound.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <That's> your ASMR. <laughs> I'm going. No, no, Coco. I'm going to start by massaging your nails, and now we're going to go into the brushing. <laughs> no, there's
1: Massage this one nails. groomer I'm falling into. She's out in Oklahoma, and it's called like Rover's Grooming or something, and this lady is loud and hilarious, and she's like, alright guys, everybody always says that when I use this de shedder I'm hurting the dog. I'm not hurting the dog. It's water. See? It's on my hand. It's fine. This just helps me de-shed the dog. And I'm like, I love you. Just like talk forever. So I'll just turn her on in the background. She's amazing. And then there's another groomer I like. She's called My Favorite Groomer.
0: I've and, watched um, her.
2: I actually have watched her. Her videos are long, but sh- they're fascinating.
1: They are. I turn that on in the background while I'm playing like my video games, like when I'm playing Stardew Valley and Graveyard Keeper, just like zoning out. Nerd. I'll turn her on in the background. <laughs> I love her. She's great. Uh, that's okay.
2: <laughs> so I think I think a that's good cool. takeaway from from this episode is that no matter what dog or cool. cat you have, groom mm-hmm. it. But groom it right. hmm
1: Yeah. So yeah. Like and cute. if it means minimal, do the minimal. But mm-hmm. if you have a big dog like I do, make it part of your routine. Like yeah. when I don't I don't like have the fancy table. I keep the brush and the comb next to the bed and we turn on the show at night and my dog gets in my lap and then I like do a little once over. I just do a little check, like we just do a little checky check, like, hey, are your feet clear? Are your ears clear? Is your top knot clear? Is your tail clear? I will right s- now, in case you're wondering He is in a German cut That is oh. the name of his current style It is to long his everywhere roots. But his feet, ears, and tail It is the exact opposite of the bikini cut <laughs>
0: That is great yeah, I will say like uh, that's actually something I check trouble because he's older and he doesn't like I, I'm like okay, let me check your paws for your litter clumps. Okay, we're good. Your butt good. Yeah. Okay, let's look at your ears. Do I need to rub your ears or like take out any like messy food bits?
1: Exactly, like the dingleberries that like to hang on to the end. Well, you get your trouble was actually <laughs> not bad about
0: that. Quinn though, you have to keep. She just has always been bad about that as a kitten. Yeah. But yeah, no, grooming your animal is important,
1: and if we... You need
3: to learn how like how to do it specifically for your type of animal with their type yeah, of fur.
1: Exactly. And, and guys, do what makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the titchy. Y'all kind of see, like, I like I am an A-type. I enjoy it. It mm-hmm. makes me happy. It doesn't stress me out. It's relaxing. If that stuff stresses you out, don't get a dog that needs those things. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Get a dog that doesn't need those things. Because there's so many out there, and they're the right fit is out there for you yep
0: it's always a good thing to do research about the breeds you're getting and you know what you're kind of getting into
3: yeah, and that's
1: pretty much if you're not up
3: to that maintenance they'll get matted they'll mm-hmm. get they'll then, get issues from it and
1: yeah. nobody's happy exactly with it. and then like people will judge you and then you'll judge yourself and then you'll get mad at other people who judging you won't be oh well. my gosh the people i hate the most are the ones i see who are like i can't believe my lazy groomer didn't Demat my dog. Like, she just keeps shaving him down, like, every time. Like, stop shaving down my dog. No,
3: not if you let it mat that much. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like, person. That's the only thing you Karen, can do at some point, point it. when it's just like, a lot of mats.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's really hard
2: to comb out a mat. Yeah. yeah. And just leave it. Yeah. yeah and crazy. if there's a lot yeah. of
3: them, it's a lost cause. Yeah. It's just oh, going
2: to yeah. go. Same, Absolutely. That same person, Please. I guarantee you, is complaining about the price. <laughs>
1: Of the dog groomer.
3: Yeah, because <laughs> they don't do maintenance. They just do, like, oh, it's bad. Let me yeah. get them to fix it now.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, I have a 55-pound dog, and I
3: so gladly
1: pay so the amount of money I pay. I budget for it every month. Like, I knew when I got this dog, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to have to do this, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And if ever there came a point where I knew I wasn't going to be able to go, like, but every three months, we would be shaving Leon down, and he yeah. would be fine because he doesn't care because he's a dog. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't care I'm who he not looks against like. making I'm like, here you go, shave him, like skin him. <laughs> shave him,
3: give him a sweater. He's fine.
1: <laughs> He's cute in a sweater <laughs> he right? has shirts, y'all. Yeah. Like yeah. don't even joke. Like it's it's a thing. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. So any other final thoughts for this grooming episode?
1: thank you so much for having me on and i just really love you guys and it's gonna be really exciting to spend it's been really exciting to spend some time with you guys thank you so much for having me did you want
3: to have any socials you want to? oh yeah
0: do you have any pluggables
1: um yeah so i'm a tarot reader on the side so if you want to find me you can find me at um april moon stage on instagram Mm -hmm. this is sad guys I've, i've been I'm on Facebook as Readings by Moonsage. Oh, Mojo by Moonsage on Instagram. Haha, ha, I know my own Instagram, I promise. <laughs> so I'm a Mojo by Moonsage on Instagram. And if you want to follow Leon on Instagram, he's Leon the Fluffernut. On Instagram. The
0: Fluffernut. Mm-hmm. The
1: Fluffernut. Leon the Fluffernut on Instagram if you want to follow Leon. So, thank we'll, you so much for having
2: me. We'll tag you in the pictures we post of, of your beautiful yes. nutter, so that
0: people
1: uh, can find you. Easier. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
3: And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Parents Pod.
0: Pet parents pod. Yep. Yep. Um, we will continue to get better and... Uh,
2: good luck with your hopes and dreams.
0: Goodbye you <laughs>